0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're at um, Frank Warren's press conference to announce a huge fight on July 13th at the O2. Uh, Daniel Dubois takes on Nathan Gorman. Um, well, if I'm being honest, sooner rather than expected.
1: Much sooner rather than I, than I expected. I'd prefer the fight to go on by the end of the year. But what happened was that the British, boxing board Border Control, ordered the fight between um, Joe Joyce and Daniel, which Daniel accepted. And Joe's team decided that uh, as he's number one for the European, and he's the uh, mandatory challenger to, the, uh, to Manuel Char. That they they would much rather go in that direction. So then they went to the next guy, which is Nathan. I didn't want the fight, but neither of them would pull out. So that's what we got. We got the fight. They made they made the fight, not me. They made the fight.
2: I mean, we spoke about this kind of at the back end of last year. And you did say, kind of probably 12 to 18 months this yeah. fight would happen. But I mean, we're getting it now, and I mean,
1: well, we're getting it now. So exactly. Isn't it? well you think about you know the top 3 heavyweights in the world um, in the in the order as I well certainly in the order of the, the number 1 which is Tyson Fury then you've got um you've got Deontay Wilder and you've got Anthony Joshua all fighting in the states at the moment so they're all fighting you know in in Tyson's case to make his name out there to broaden his uh, his fan base and to get himself well known on ESPN plus so that's great for him but it means that uh, it's not prime time for the British audiences and I think the next generation of the up and coming heavyweights which are with us which are the three I've mentioned um, they will be fine at prime time so they're on prime time TV and they have the chance to step into their shoes and by the time they sort out the big three sort their business out I think uh, the winner of this and maybe uh, at least two of the, out of the three will be there or thereabouts knocking on the door to challenge one of them.
2: Are we t- right in thinking that the winner of Dubois and Gorman would go and fight Joe Joyce at some point? Yeah. Providing Absolutely. Joe Joyce wins whichever fight Absolutely. he's in on the third round? Know,
1: they're young guys, remember they, they, you know, Nathan and Daniel are young guys and they've got a lot still got, got a lot of you know, still need to gain experience. In, in the heavy, in the world heavyweight division, as professionals, so they're doing that. But the two of them going in, in, in with each other says a lot about both of them. And like I said before, you know, they have this tremendous self-belief in their abilities. They both think they have the beating of everyone. So one of them is going to be wrong on the night, unless it's a draw. But the facts of the matter is, the fans are going to benefit from a great heavyweight fight it's a great fight a great domestic bust up between two unbeaten young heavies who've got different styles but will complement each other to make this fight be a great fight
2: how damaging or not damaging is it for the loser of and Gorman Frank in your opinion at this stage of their careers
1: I don't think it's damaging uh, you know obviously somebody will be disappointed but you know years and years ago I made uh, i sort of like to use an analogy I made de Gaulle against Groves
2: similar sort of level fights yeah
1: you know a bit more experience uh, amateur experience for both of them but I made that fight there was a loser Um, in James de Gaulle he got beat I thought thought it was uh, nothing in the fight I thought it could have gone the other way but there was a loser and the bottom line is they both went on and won world titles it's not the end of the world for a loser it's what you learn from fights and how fights end we've seen that before you know dare I say it you know Bredus Prescott and uh, Amir Khan Khan one round banged over and came back and you know in two fights I've got him in for a shot at the world title and he won a world title so it's not the end of the world for losing I mean listen if this business was about losing was the end of your career Derek Chisora where would he be I mean he's like he's made a career out of losing
2: Joe Joyce obviously fights on the undercard of uh, Billy Joe Saunders is uh, fight with Isufi next weekend are we right to think he comes through Ustinov that the the cabal fight for the European title is most likely Frank or
1: no we're not they've, they've asked for a ridiculous sum of money so we um, I will think we're going to want him purse bits for that but he's got to come through the fight and it's uh, you know Ustinov uh, sorry Ustinov is uh, think of Arsenal, uh, then, yeah. <laughs> where are you when well, we need you we need the man where did he go bring him back um, get rid of those yanks he he um, Oh, and get rid of him. He is. Uh, see you started me off. Oh, that, is, there'll be a segment for this, Frank. Yeah, Don't worry, segment, Kevin. It'd be, it'd take up <laughs> your whole. <laughs> uh, anyway, we when um, you look when you when you look at um, uh, you know with Ustinov he's a big tough guy, you know, um, and he's not the fastest in the world. And it, and hopefully uh, Joe would do a job on him next week or look good against him. And then after that. We'll announce a fight. For he will fight a world-ranked opponent.
2: Okay. Um, could there feature any other heavyweight action on this card, Frank, as well?
1: Uh, we're looking at a couple of other kids. It's going to be a good card. Be, you know, we're going to announce, I'm going to get the two big, the two um, heavy, heavyweight fights out of the way, and then we'll announce the undercard sometime next week. <laughs>
2: You did announce um, last week, Frank, that Billy Joe Saunders will be fighting for the the full version Correct. of the WBO title. And obviously, that's we just haven't seen a circular or anything from the WBO. Yeah, Have they pointed the it out. a letter, and it has been done. Yeah,
1: he's. I haven't had the letter, but it's definitely us.
2: <laughs> okay, good. Um, that should be a, quite a night in Stevenage. Um, how have tickets gone for that Frank they've
1: gone ok they've gone well I think you know we will final push hopefully we'll sell it out we're working very hard on it um, it's new new territory new ground I mean it's not a place where you normally get big events in you know, in, in Hertfordshire but you know we, we're breaking new ground and it's the only venue we could get on that date for a date that was locked in with BT and for Bill it's great for him to fight in front of his local fans
2: some comments from Billy Joe Saunas the other day about Canelo after Canelo's uh, win over Daniel Jacobs did you watch that fight Frank?
1: I did yeah I did watch the fight Um, first of all with Bill he's got to get through a Sufi first and take nothing for granted I mean he's not been he's you know you look at his record he's starting to think of heavyweight cruiserweight he's worked his way down to super middleweight so he's obviously he's gonna quite a big guy who's obviously gonna be big on the night and he's under he's not lost any fights at super middleweight so bill's got to be at his best and bill's been out the ring now for what is it nearly 19 months it must be
2: we had a little tune up in december well, but tonight, yeah
1: I mean, yeah you know in what you'd call a, a, a competitive fight so he's not really um, been in a competitive fight and he's obviously it's his first time at that weight so but he seems to have settled down. Ben told me, Ben Doson said that he's, he's really took to it. And, I, and when I speak to Bill, he's, not, you know, he's on top of the game. But I really do, having looked at that and, look, and thinking of the Billy Joe Saunders that fought Lemieux, I think he beats both of them all day long. Hmm. Um, you know, he started off well, Canelo. Um, it was, you know, I thought he won it by a good three rounds, Canelo. But it, for me, it, was, uh, it, it never just, it didn't catch a light the fight did it it didn't catch a light Um, and Daniel Jacobs uh, you know he he didn't impose himself enough in the fight in my opinion Mm. but it's what it is and it was it was it was it was an okay fight to notch it was a workman workman like fight it wasn't a a, an enthralling gripping fight
2: Frank just coming back to this card at the O2 uh, on the 13th of July any indication of who else might feature uh, at this early stage Um,
1: we we'll throw a few names. Well, throw Liam Williams are will being in a fight, and we're looking at a few others um, on there. we got. I think we're doing a presser next week, aren't we, for Leeds? We've got made some. We made a really good fight for the undercard. Which
2: league. you told me about, but you can't mention yet.
1: Can't I mention it yet. Well, I won't mention it then.
2: Right. But, but if people are watching, watch out for that because that yeah, is, a really, is a really, really good fight isn't isn't
1: for it? that. That's still. a good fighting card. You know, it's a good. You know, if you're a gambler, there are good betting fights there. It'll be a good fight. Yeah. Well, I
2: won't let that leak, don't worry, Frank. I know you, won't. Oh,
1: no, you won't.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, any news regarding Anthony Yard and Sergei Kovalev? We've seen dates being touted well, for the hoping, 29th of June. I'm
1: hoping that there's a lot of dates being around. That's looking, so I understand, a, a likely date. But probably, uh, I'm hoping that will be over the line either tomorrow or Saturday. And, were, and obviously it's up then up then to the promoters who are putting the money up for them to make the press announcement because it's their fight
2: hmm. but is that date kind of accurate round?
1: it's one of the dates out there that have been mentioned but that's up to them to confirm that
2: ok um, right I know the press conference is, is due to begin start. soon so um,
1: you want to do an Arsenal bit quick? want to rent? One point in four games was it the three defeats we had, the, those three, they were the worst since 1967 run we've had and it's been the worst run we've had since, I think, it's 83. And that game at Brighton, I mean, well, the last few games, but certainly the game at Brighton was, I mean, it, what, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe how poor they were. And then you look at those two fantastic games, um Liverpool game and dare I say at the Spurs game. I mean they showed plenty incredible. of balls and commitment and did it. You know, that's what we've got even though we're in the lead and we're going to Valencia tonight, we need to be doing that and I I don't know where they got it. What I've seen lately, where is that? Where is that lead where's the leadership and where are those cajonas and where they are they? It,
2: it was uh incredible to watch that last night, even though obviously we're we're Arsenal fans, Frank, but oh, really kinda you know knocked that last night
1: good luck to them I mean you know listen, they're the old enemy but good luck to them and they, they they made their own luck they went out and done a job and that's what that, you know if you like football that's can't be no better than that can it? That? that's what it was probably the fantastic best fantastic night
2: the best ever Champions League kind of we're
1: not in it so
2: <laughs> well
1: we should be in it but we're not in it and we're not even qualified for it at the moment which is even worse when we had a so-called easiest running out of all the teams mm. so we're not in it but you know they deserve they deserve what they got they went out and fought for it and, and done it in the other in you know they done it in the other guy's backyard as uh, spurs and, and you know liverpool to do what they done was was just amazing wasn't it beating uh, you know beating that team beating barcelona who's coming in with a 3-0 lead i mean that was something special just great and it's all on BT, where you see the best football, and you see that's the best. That's why you're playing because
2: it's BT, and as then as well, you yeah. see
1: the best boxing to come as well. Look at all these; these are real proper, proper, great fights. None of them are pay-per-view. All for the subscribers, and they're full-strong cards. So that's what we're about. That's what we're about at Queensbury, and what we're about at BT, delivering the best.
2: One more, Frank, quickly. Um, June the fifteenth, you have. Galahad and Warrington in Leeds. You've got Tyson Fury in uh, Las Vegas. Where are you going to be?
1: Well, I don't even know what I'm doing yet because I had an operation on my back yesterday, so I'm recovering from that and seeing how that, that pans out. And then I'll, I'll know probably in two weeks when i see how my back sells down.
2: Do you want to flip a coin now, Frank, to see where you're going?
1: You can flip a coin me in two weeks' time. Yeah? No problem because it's irrelevant me flicking it now. I don't know where I'm going to be going. <laughs> <laughs> to Netflix, well, I've
2: got a coin it. in my pocket. You
1: can bring that coin in two weeks' I'll flip it to see there. where Frank goes. You
2: you're not going to lose either way anyway. So. Well, it's not about losing <laughs> anyway, You
1: know, it's, it's just unfortunate we announced Josh's fight. We mm. announced that date. And then the uh, ESPN came in, was it about a month later, saying that they wanted to do the show on that date. So we are where we are.
2: I'm guessing it kind of probably makes more sense for you to be in Leeds.
1: Well, you know, it's a world title fight. And it's a very important fight, as is Tyson's debut in the state. So whatever it is, it is, it's just a shame. You know, it's one of those situations, but we'll get it resolved and, and move on. I'm
2: sure top ranking MTK will look after it. Tyson overlay while you've got a big show here, Frank.
1: I'm quite sure he can look after himself, don't <laughs> yeah. worry about
2: that. <laughs> a- a- absolutely.
1: All right, Frank, well, uh, yeah, that
2: said, we'll look forward to this press conference. I do know how talkative these two are going to be today.
1: I think you know Daniel's. Uh, he's pretty much of an introverted type of guy. He does his, you know, he is what he is. And you know, Nathan comes out of his shell, a bit, he seemed to come out of his shell in the promo I've seen. But you know, when they're talking to be, they're talking will be in the ring mm. on the 13th, which we're going to see a cracking fight. There's no doubt about it. It's got all. It's got everything about it tells you you've got a good fight there does it concern
2: you the show the week after regarding ticket sales no I don't no. think
1: it matters I don't think it matters them. you know people said you mentioned it to me a little while ago about shows going on the same date and you've got to look, go back and look at your the interview you and I had done what I said was pay per view shows on the same date was ridiculous we've had shows on the same dates, not just with, uh, Matthew, with other promoters over the years that just happens because of TV scheduling but pay per view is a ridiculous thing to be doing on the same night. That, is, that was the point I made. It's unfair to the fans. Thank
2: you very much for talking to IFL TV and uh, look forward to the press conference today and uh, whatever else announcement will be on this card. Good man. Thank you, Frank.
1: Cheers. Come on, you Reds. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening
2: to the IFL TV podcast sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global.